0: Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, the team is back for another live podcast. From from the Oval Room. From the Oval Room. We
1: are at the inner sanctum of News Limited. So if you can visualise out there in uh, MDA land, we are level five, which is the executive level of News Limited, the most powerful media organisation on the planet. And we are in the Oval Room. Yeah, It's pretty cool, actually. Well, I've
0: it? got to tell you, there's only a select group of people that get to the Oval Room. And I've got to say, <laughs> uh, the other day, John, I reminded Troy Malcolm that the parking access that he got to News Corp is only made available to a very small group of people. And Troy Malcolm has now officially entered into the category... I think he tailgated. Oh, he, ta- <laughs> he came in straight after me and he tailgated me, I think.
1: I've got to be honest, today I actually said I was John McGrath. <laughs> 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 That's okay. good for
0: my image. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, Suresh is the person that looks after all the cars. there. you're officially a person of interest in all matters here <laughs> now, Troy. We've got high security. Mm-hmm. Guys, I love this. I've just... This is a great question. I've just turned... We're doing Q and A. Q and A. Good. You love Q and A, John. I is Q and A, Q and A, A. your favourite
1: bit? Well, I like it because it's it's real issues that people are coming up with every day, and they're getting real answers from us. And I guess based on it, just feels not not that anything we do is not real or inauthentic, but it's kind of nice in this format to do do Q and A. So I hope the listeners enjoy it as much as we do. I do.
0: Well, um, I've noticed, John, in one of the questions that came in, it said. D. Tom, D. John, and D. Troy. Well, that, so
1: we won't be dealing with that question
0: today. <laughs> so, so uh, Troy, you have, this has been an, an amazing strategy. From uh, it started a podcast number one, and now, uh, Troy, uh, they want to hear what you've got to say, and we're <laughs> going to get your input here. I've just turned twenty five, and have been in real estate since I was eighteen. I started as a sales assistant, and then moved into full time prospecting role about three years ago. I've since moved agency. Um, he then goes on, currently, I'm a sales agent, and have been assigned to a BDA to work my own area. Uh, my BDA has never heard of my company. I'm trying hard and sticking to an ideal week, really giving it a go. Some runs on the board. I think that I have um, a lot of experience in the overall real estate process, Prospect, Mister Sell, but I've never worked in an agency with a top-performing agent. I sometimes feel like I could benefit from working with a million-dollar agent, even if I took on a more junior role as an associate agent.
1: Look, 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 can I jump in?
0: Yeah, because
1: you get gut feelings, and I'm glad you haven't read out this person's name, because what I'm about to say might sound slightly on the critical front, but it's not meant to be. Too many excuses. As I read and listen to that, and I'm kind of imagining myself having a one-on-one coaching, I just halfway through it would have stopped and said, no more excuses. I mean, let, let's get on Let's talk about if I worked in an office, if, if, if. If I worked in an office as a million-dollar agent, well, guess what? What do you think million-dollar agent's about? We bring million-dollar agents to the audience. Yeah. So they can listen, they can ask questions, they can do all sorts of things. You know, you get turned up at Eric. you turn up at your real estate gyms, there is no lack of exposure, whether you work in an office or not, you can get access to via YouTube, conferences, MDA, you can get access to great talent. Yeah. So uh, this is one of the problems. And a lot of, so the first thing I was going to say is no more excuses, Troy. The next thing that it felt to me, too complex, too, com- too complicated. Like, Keep it simple. Like I'm a great believer, Tom, that if you can say it in a sentence, better than saying it in a, in a, in a paragraph or a page. And I think in in communicating, I was picking up energetically, long-winded, too many excuses. If you're an agent out there, it doesn't matter who you work with, and there might be slightly better and slightly worse companies, but at the end of the day, it's about your personal brand, and you can grow that significantly working for any brand. Um, Secondly is you've got access to as much talent, as much information, as much wisdom as you want to attend courses, listen to podcasts, read books, read blogs, magazines, and so forth. There's no shortage of, of things that can inspire people. So I think my coaching, which would be probably not what this person would have sat down and expected to hear, would be, don't worry about all the things you've raised, just give up the excuses, yeah. keep it simple, let's, let's give a personal audit, zero to ten, tell me yeah. about your energy, tell me about your product knowledge, tell me about your listening skills, tell me about your listing skills, prospecting, plan, those sort of things. And and a real honesty check would have probably said, well, I'm a 5 out of 10 in this, I'm a 6 out of 10 in prospecting, I'm a 4 out of 10 in listing, all
0: those sort of things. you just got to fix those. It's really simple. So, John, what you're saying is the energy that you're picking up from this question is that this person is looking externally for reasons why things aren't happening. And what you're saying is... Uh, Look on the inside. Things get better when you get better. And what you're also saying, John, is that unlike 25 years ago or 20 years ago when John McGrath decided to go to the United States to seek out content on how to list and sell right. more real estate, in 2015, between Google, YouTube, podcasts, the content's there. It's
1: simple. Um, your, your external world reflects your internal world if you are struggling in terms of sales, relationships, building your business, whatever it is, you know, in the context of this, I think that you've got to look at your internal world, look at your energy, Um, and even, because it's funny, because I think when you reach a certain level of of confidence with regard to coaching and listing and selling or whatever, you can pick up things quickly and just energetically, immediately I thought, too complicated, too many excuses. Within listening for 30 seconds summary of the question, so that for me would be it, I, I wouldn't address, you don't, whoever it is, you don't have to move, you can be really successful where you are, but you won't be successful till you get rid of your excuses. And keep it simple, do a personal order, do an honesty check, go and, if you want, hire a coach, someone can give you some, some you know, really the, the tough love that you need, because we, we all need tough love. We need to address the brutal facts pertaining to our success or otherwise, because a lot of people are in the habit of making excuses. If I worked there, if I worked in this part of Australia, if I worked for that brand, if I had a million-dollar performer in my office, all these sort of things, I think they're irrelevant. So, Yeah, I agree. Well, when you think about it, you know, I've, I've just turned 25, but I've been in the game since I was 18. That is enough. You've got enough skill and knowledge and experience to actually get known in your market. So this person that's going through that process, from 18 to 25, that's more than enough. But, but even those things, months. Troy, some of those things, like, it's irrelevant information, to be quite honest. If it's relevant to you thinking I'm a bit too young, I haven't been in the game long enough, because that's kind of a, a story. But all, you need to, all you'd need to say is perhaps, reframing the question, I'm working in a company, I'm the top agent, um, I'm not stretching myself. Do you think I should be looking to move offices? Or is there a way you can suggest I can go to the next level whilst working here? Correct. And I'd say, yeah, well, you don't have to change brands or offices. Just just access these agents. Go and listen to them at conferences. Go and find a way to have a cup of coffee with some of these guys or girls at conferences. Sign
0: up to Tom's
1: Real Estate Gyms. That's a weekly, daily accountability program. Absolutely. Get get <laughs> well, that won't get you anywhere.
0: Troy, have you ever thought about doing a podcast just me and me? <laughs> <laughs> can we get a business plan done? <laughs> So, uh, I want to just summarise there and John and Troy, we know that um, you've always been massive on that term. I love that term you use, John, ruthlessly eliminate excuses. Um, I, I, I like that term because you're saying don't be soft about it. You're saying have a crucial conversation about it. And I want to finish off to the guy and that's written this letter in. And the one exciting thing is, 18 to 25, seven years, I know that there's people in real estate guys that have been in real estate for two to three years, and they are million dollar riders. Yeah. The, in uh, two to three years. 100%. You've seen that, John? We, we have it in our brand, in our office. Um,
1: we have seen it on the stage of ARIC. Yeah. You see it everywhere. Um, it's a good summary, ruthlessly eliminate excuses and keep it simple. But you know, let me give them some credit. They actually wrote in looking for help. Yeah. So there's thousands of people that might have that same conversation happening in their head that couldn't be bothered or are too afraid to write in. Yeah. So I do give them credit and I don't want to sound heartless in, in kind of pulling that question apart because I love the fact that people ask questions but the cold hard facts are that the answer is actually within not here so hopefully that gives them some and and it is sent with love and care and because we don't want to and i certainly wouldn't have said a lot of those things if you had mentioned who this person was yeah um but i I think sometimes tom you've got to be i don't want to say cruel to be kind because it's not really cruel but you've got to help people address the issues because one of the problems is a lot of principals coaches peers family friends loved ones They keep saying, oh, you poor thing. Well, of course, if you worked at another office, you'd be doing better. And of course, oh, well, you've only been in the industry three years or five years. And they actually actually feed them full of more excuses or they reinforce their current excuses. And I'm saying none of that matters. Next question.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. let's move on to the next question. Again, it's a long question, but I'm going to summarise it. This gentleman's been in real estate for five years. Um, He's, uh, I'm a big uh, podcast listener. He's Actually he's great, he's done the real estate, he's on the real estate gym, he's on Million Dollar Agent, he's working as, a, as an assistant at the moment but he's moving to the Sunshine Coast. Mm-hmm. I want to work in a very active real estate company with strong ethics and a great culture but I'm concerned that I might not have the results behind me at this stage for a company to take me on. Do you have any advice on how I may be able to overcome this when I'm trying to get into the right sort of agency? So this is a good question, guys. It's a question about a person that wants to work for a good agency. What's the way that you can improve your attractiveness to be taken on in a business? There is a crossover, I think, between the first two questions.
1: Part part of it's all in your mind is the answer. I'll just tell you, I've been doing this, Tom, for 32 years. If someone came to me and said, John, I'm moving to your town. I've been working in rural Victoria. I don't know where they're working, but I'll just make something up. Um, I've had a modicum of success, but not a lot. I've been thinking about what I need to do to go to the next level. I want a fresh start. Here's my plan. Here's my new prospecting plan. Now, Tom, I haven't been doing this. This is what I'm gonna do from today onwards. Uh, I'm bringing my family up. I'm making a major commitment in life. I love this territory. don't pay me anything for three months. Whatever, you, whatever it is, to convince someone that you are on the right track and you're going to do what it takes is all you need. I don't care if someone says, I've never been in real estate, I've never sold a house. Let me be totally honest, but let me tell you, I've researched the industry, I've listened to your podcast, I've made myself notes, I've prepared myself a business plan. Uh, I'd love your feedback on it, but I think it's kind of a business plan that'll get me to momentum. I know if I get to momentum and tipping point, then I can get to market dominance. That's all you need don't complicate and it's a bit the same as the first caller love the fact they've, they've kind of raised it um, that's a fantastic start it doesn't matter what your track rec- record is it doesn't matter where you live where you don't live doesn't matter if you've been in the game three months or 32 years it's how do you front up and how well prepared are you you can't just front up and be confident and be on well John said be honest and confident well you've got to be honest confident and prepared so you've got to make sense and, and if you can sell that And by the way, look, I don't know where they're going to, but we have a great office in Butterham. Go and speak to Chris and Damien up there. They're brilliant people. Uh, Their office is on fire, and I'm sure they would love to meet whoever this person is. I'm sure they'd love to meet them. But there, I mean, Sunshine Coast, Southeast Queensland has got some of the best agents in Australasia. There's any number of offices and people up there. Just find where there's good culture fit. Find a company that you think has got a good energy around it or an office. Um, and And just go there, but I, I love the I love the en- energy and the intention I love the feeling of fresh start which i 'm feeling in this letter yeah. there 's a fresh start there 's an enthusiasm all they 've got to do is peel off those couple of layers of doubt that are sitting on top of that enthusiasm and I reckon they 're going to be fantastically successful whoever they are and i 'm glad again we don 't know who they are that makes mm-hmm. it easy for us to
0: Johnny this uh, just listening to you um, reminds me of uh, um, the taxi driver that I use that takes me around to a lot of places. And I want to share a conversation with you guys because I think it really resonates with real estate. I said to this uh, cab driver who takes me to the airport and back, I said, I noticed that you do um, really well. Have you always done that well? He said, not in the early stages. In the early stages, I used to you know, whinge and complain a lot like the other drivers. And I said, and what happened? He said. And then I thought to myself, that strategy is not working. So what I did is, I got myself every iPhone charger there was, and I put it in my car. And when customers got in, I'd ask them, "Would you like me to get your phone charged?" No, you beautiful. Right? I said, "All right." He said, "I also had three or four newspapers, and they were nice and fresh. And I'd ask them that I had the Financial Review, um, the Herald, the Australian Telegraph." which one of the papers would you like? I'd ask them, would you like me to talk to you or would you like to be in silence? And um, I'd even offer them water. And I just noticed that they'd ring me back Mm. and they'd ring me back and they'd ring me back. He said, after about two years, I realised that only 20% of the jobs I was getting were off the street and 80% of the jobs were people that were calling me. And by the way, probably tipped him. Yeah.
1: Assuming it's him. Well, there's a premium on...
0: He, he charges a small premium for um, those, those jobs where they come and pick him it's up. It's great. It's a great... But, John, isn't, isn't it a great story about someone who decided that they're not going to sit there and whinge and talk about there's so many more cabs on the road and it's too hard to make Uber's a living... Me out of business. And Uber's sending yeah. me out. He... Guys, he's making so much money that he said now that what he does is he makes margins on other drivers because he can't do their jobs. So he sends sends other drivers to them. them. So he's got a beautiful immaculate car. It smells beautiful. And I think that there's a great story there that um, if you focus on what's controllable, if you um, don't worry about the rest and you just focused on being the best, um, that you'll attract great business. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. It's a good story gang that good. it Yep, two questions and we're done that's it oh my god i thought we were going to do more than that so we have to can we do them next week Questions. yeah if we've got, we more, got some
0: more we've got we've, we've got more questions that we didn't get through here so uh guys and girls what about our sponsors realestate.com real estate I, yeah. got to speak about realestate.com that is a good point because i have just found out tracy John. fellows she's outstanding outstanding what um, a great individual she is
1: and John... I talk about her a lot on this show, but she should be talked about. She's doing a phenomenal job.
0: Well, we've got um, some quality... I mean, Peter to on the show? Yes, we're going to have her on the show, and talk. she's going uh, to be writing a column in a news publication very soon. But one of the things that I noticed about realestate.com in the last week or two... What you know they've how she gets done, the time? She's up at about 4.30
1: a.m. in the morning. She's an early riser. An early riser, and she works like no-one else I've ever met. She's phenomenal. A- energy, talk about energy. And again, you know, the cynics say, oh, well, if I was earning a big salary, head of a big, you know, top 50 public-listed company. No, no, no. If you have that energy, you'll become head of a top 50-listed company. So it's- uh,
0: Not long ago, she was walking um, through the foyer downstairs, and she met one of my colleagues, and she was extremely nice as we were going up the lift. My colleague said, "Um, is she in sales? Where does she work? I haven't seen her before. I said, she's she's CEO of realestate.com. She goes, but she's so nice. And that is the sort of person, someone that's humble, intelligent, that doesn't create an aura of this is who I am, I'm so special, special lady. But guys, I wanna talk, you know that realestate.com have recently, every property in Australia has got its own website now whether it's on the market or not, with realestate.com, I think, the forward slash discovery? Yep, and it's integrated with
1: CoreLogic as well, so the sales history appears on every property we see. There's another
0: good business, CoreLogic.
1: The old RP data. I had coffee this morning Great with process. Graham Mirabita. He's, a, he's like Tracy. He's just a diner you, you end a coffee with that man, um, And you feel you can take anything on in the world. You know, Graham. Yeah. Just another great guy. I mean, there are such... We'll do another session on passionate leaders and what Mm -hmm. you learn from them because just those two individuals, I can say that I've never sat down with them for half an hour and not felt 100% better at the end of that half an hour and enthused and excited about my business and innovation. That's what it's all about, guys. If you're listening there today and you want to take your business to the next level, go and find people of that level and read about them, watch them on YouTube, do whatever you can. We better go because Troy's giving us the wind up. Well, let's see more questions next week.
0: Okay, guys and see, see you soon. Spring's coming. See you
1: guys.